inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered why sometimes, uh, man, you can really commit and give it all you got, and other times you struggle? Have you ever wondered why something you used to be so into, now you might struggle with? Have you ever wondered where your got up and go has got up and went? (laughs) Well, today, uh, on Like It Matters Radio, we have an hour of power that you need to be a part of. You know, we've been celebrating the great adventure. And if you don't know what I mean by the great adventure, uh, it is the second half of what I call the leadership experience. For 32 years almost, 31 plus, I've been doing transformational leadership training. Uh, I believe in fighting the good fight. Uh, if you're married, you got to fight for the innocence of your wedding bed. If you got children, you got to fight for the innocence of their hearts and minds. If if you've got a company and a product and a service, you got to fight for shelf space. You got to uh, fight for market share. If you're a believer in the God of the universe, you got to fight for His glory, for His His reverence, for His name. Are you fighting a good fight? I'm not talking about guns and ammo and knives and blades. No, we are different. The good book says in Ephesians 6 that uh, we fight differently than the world. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm celebrating the great adventure. It is the second half of the leadership experience. follows right after Leadership Awakening. But please understand this. It is life. See, leadership adventure, or my second half of the leadership experience, is just like life. Life is going from a series of point A's to point B's. Uh, we first, the first point A is uh, we become an entity. We become an embryo. And by the grace of God, there are some out there that protect the most fragile of life, those in the womb. And very, very, very few people, I don't know if it's half or whatever it is, uh, make it through the womb experience. Some are ended their life before they ever get the chance to begin life separate from the mother. And so if you make it out of the womb, that's your point B. And see, that point B then becomes another point A. And now you're going to where you're basically dependent on everybody for everything. And the next point B is when you start walking, start talking, start being able to go to the bathroom on your own. So that point B now becomes a new point A. And now you get to school Uh, And that point B now becomes another point A. You go through all your schools, the 16 years, the 12 years, the 17 years, the 21 years, whatever it is. And that becomes a new point A, which has become starting your professional career. Or maybe it's starting your family. See what I'm saying? A series of from point A's to point B's and in between point A's and point B's, you know what life throws in there? Obstacles. And as imagers of God, we were made to create The good book says to think is to create. The good book has some good news. It says we have some control on our experience. He says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You see, character is about choice. 
Character is the sum total of our choices in life. Attitude is about choice. The attitude we embrace for that day, for that moment, for that experience. Love is about choice. Will you choose to forgive? Will you choose to turn the other cheek? Will you choose to love? Commitment is about choice. So today on this Hour of Power, I'm going to be joined by recent team members of Team 110 Adventure. And we're going to posit that the four C's begin with commitment. See, not only is leadership adventure the second half of the leadership experience, but life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. And I'm going to suggest that I, as I looked up the word commitment, it was a noun. It says this, it's a noun. The state quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, etc. It says an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. And I'm going to suggest today that just like love is not a noun, neither is commitment. See, love is a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For you so love your spouse, you do something about it. For you so love your kids, you do something about it. For a veteran so loves their country, they do something about it. For a police officer so loves their community, so loves justice, they do something about it. Don't you hear it? Love is a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. It's a verb. Commitment, I'm going to suggest, is a verb as well. You know, today we're going to be joined by some guests, but I don't have guests come on to tell you about how great my training is. Uh, you can read testimonials on my website. Go to likeitmatters.net. No, I want you to know. I want you to have hope. I want to inspire you. I want you to know that no matter where you are at in life, change is possible in the right element or on the right people. You know, the late 1980s, Lissero, the daughter of the famous genius uh, Albert Einstein, donated 1,400 letters written by Einstein to the Hebrew University. Here's one of them, and it was for Lissero Einstein. This is from Daddy. It says, when I proposed the theory of relativity, very few understood me. And what I will re reveal now, honey, to transmit to mankind will also collide with the misunderstanding and prejudice in the world. I ask you to guard the letters as long as necessary, years, decades, until society is advanced enough to accept what I'll explain below. There's an extremely powerful force that so far science has not found a formal explanation to. It is a force that includes and governs all others and is even behind any phenomenon operating in the universe and has not yet been identified by us. This universal force, honey, is love. You see, when scientists looked for a unified theory of the universe, they forgot the most powerful unseen force. Love is light that enlightens those who give and receive it. Love is gravity because it makes some people feel attracted to others. Love is power because it multiplies the best we have and allows humanity not to be extinguished in their blind selfishness. Love unfolds and reveals. For love, we live and die Love is God, and God is love. This force explains everything that gives meaning to life. This is the variable that we have ignored for too long, maybe because we're afraid of love, because it is the only energy in the universe that man has not learned to drive at will. To give visibility to love, I made a simple substitution in my most famous equation. If instead of E equals MC squared, we accept that the energy to heal the world can be obtained through love multiplied by the speed of light squared, we arrive at the conclusion that love is the most powerful force there is. 
because it has no limits. After the fall of humanity and the use and control of the other force of the universe we have turned uh, we have turned against us, it is urgent that we nourish ourselves with another kind of energy. If we want our species to survive, if we are to find in meaning in life, if we want to save the world and every sentient being that inhabits it, love is the one and only answer. Perhaps we are not yet ready to, to make a bomb of love, a device powerful enough to entirely destroy the hate, selfishness, and greed that devastate the planet. However, each individual carries within them a small but powerful generator of love whose energy is waiting to be released. When we learn to give and receive this universal energy, dear Lucero, we will have affirmed that love conquers all and is able to transcend everything and anything because love is the quintessence of life. I deeply regret not having been able to express what is in my heart, which has quietly beaten for you all my life. Maybe it's too late to apologize, but as time is relative, I need to tell you that I love you. And thanks to you, I have reached the ultimate answer. Your father, Albert Einstein. Today, I want you to know the four C's start with commitment. Commitment's about trust. Trust is a choice. Commitment's a choice. Love is a choice. And not only are they choices, but they are verbs. And a verb is an action word. And today, after the break, we're going to talk about the power of commitment and trust. You don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body, and we don't know how it works. We are born into it. But, man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. If you're a committed leader, if you're under construction, then you know environment matters. You know some environments you can do well and some environments you struggle in. And the key in life is to put ourselves in good environments that we can commit. And sometimes we find ourselves in environments where it's a struggle. And so we got to know who we are. We got to know what we want. We got to know why we're here. You know, General Douglas MacArthur was stationed in Australia and acting as Supreme Commander. 
And while he was away from his only son, he he penned this little letter. He said, build me a son, O Lord, who will be strong enough to know when he is weak and brave enough to face himself when he's afraid. One who will be proud and unbending and honest to feed and humble and gentle in victory. Build me a son whose wishes will not take the place of deeds, a, a son who will know thee, and that to know himself is the foundation stone of knowledge. Lead him, I pray, not in the path of ease and comfort, but under the stress and spur of difficulties and challenge. Here let him learn to stand up in the storm. Here let him learn compassion for those who fail. Build me a son whose heart will be clear, whose goal will be high, a son who will master himself before he seeks to master other men. One who will reach in the future, yet never forget the past. And after all these things are his, add, I pray, enough of a sense of humor so that he may always be serious, yet never take himself too seriously. Give him humility so that he may always remember the simplicity of true greatness, the open mind of true wisdom, and the weakness of true strength. Then I, his father, will dare to whisper, I have not lived in vain. And the reason I share that now is because the next person I'll call, uh, have you join me on the radio, is um, uh, one who I consider a spiritual son. He's a good friend of my my son, Christian. Uh, he's uh, a couple of my classes. He's staffed a couple of my classes many, many times. Uh, and uh, when I think of Caleb, uh, I think of the quote I just read to you. That's why I read it first. So let's welcome Caleb Gonzalez to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, brother? Good. How you doing, Mr. Black? So again, I, I tell you, you know, seek us out. I kind of look at you guys like my my children, my spiritual children. You, know, you and Adrian and uh, and Mr. Bell, who's still scared to death of me. <laughs> you know, so, uh, uh, but hey, you uh, you staffed a team, uh, uh, one ten HBS one ten. Uh, uh, how many times have you staffed an adventure, Caleb? Uh, this is my first adventure class staffing, actually. Oh, that's your first adventure staffing? You got to be kidding me. Yeah, I've staffed like 40 awakening classes, but this is my first adventure. Yeah, class. I didn't know that. I did not know that. So my apologies. Yeah, he <laughs> staffed so many awakenings. And let me say, you know, when you staff, uh, it's a lot, right? I mean, you don't get a lot of sleep. Uh, you know, eating is something you do. It's kind of like going to the bathroom, something you got to do, a box you got to check. Uh, uh, and then you have to deal with Mr. Black. And, you know, I have a high bar and, you know, things don't always go well and I put a lot of pressure on you. So that's a lot to deal with on your weekends when you're supposed to be off, correct? That's true, yeah. It's all worth it. So why do you do it? So why do you do it? Um, it's a good way to, I guess, to, to recharge, right? Because, you know, often people go through class and then they never come back. Um, and so, you know, fires, it, it fades. It's a slow fade. So it's always nice to come back and, and uh, learn to push myself and have to look in the mirror and, and be able to pour myself out into other people um, like I think everybody else should be doing in the world. Yeah. Instead of telling everybody else what they should be doing, we lead by example, right? Mm-hmm. What a concept. And we talk about leadership's a loop. It's you got to flex your pecs. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. Uh, and unless you're a hypocrite, uh, quit telling people to do things that you're not willing to do yourself. And if mm -hmm. you're asking other people to do it, you should be willing to do it yourself. But it takes a lot of commitment, right? I mean, uh, in that class, uh, you know, we do a lot of things that are uncomfortable, uh, that are a little bit uh, foreign to many. Uh, but 
you got to commit to whatever you put in front of people and whatever I put in front of you. And let me ask you, as, as you go through these classes over and over and over, what have you learned about the power of commitment? You know, it's my first C for a reason, but what have you learned about commitment? Um, you know, I learned that it's, I, I almost treated the commitment thing as a, as the, what you call in, in awakening the, the go button. Um, Yep. Right. I just I've learned to that if I since you know you're you're laying out you, you've already laid out the path for us, and so all I have to do yep. is trust. And uh, if I just go, I learn that I turn my head off, so I'm not in my head worrying about what's going to go wrong, and I can just trust the process, and uh, and everything turns out well. You know what's so incredible, and I don't talk about this a lot in class. You know what you just described the faith that God calls us to. Think about what oh, yeah. you just said, Caleb. And isn't that exactly what God calls us? Doesn't he say trust the process? Doesn't he say, I want you to remember what I've promised you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Doesn't he tell us, do not fear. I will never leave you, abandon you, never forsake you. Doesn't he say, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for hope in the future. Doesn't he say, for God causes all things to work for the good for those who look, right? You hear what I'm saying? Yep, that's true. It's exactly what God is calling us to do. And you know the cool thing about that word commitment? You know, I always tell people to write one word next to the word commitment when I do the four C's. Do you remember what that word is? Uh, trust. Yeah. And do you see how trust and faith are very similar? Very much so. Yeah. It's all a bunch of BS, right, Caleb? Bunch of BS? Correct. What does BS stand for? A belief system. <laughs> That's right. Not the stuff that Brett has out in his pastures, right? This is a belief system. So not only do you go to all of our, you know, you staff and all that, uh, basically anybody you care about, uh, you basically send a leadership awakening and if they'll go, leadership adventure, correct? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and because you care about people, because you know what it's like to struggle, because you know in our two and a half day classes, uh, life's changed. You know that, correct? Uh, yep, yeah, I've seen it time and time again. Yeah, family, friends, uh, brothers, sisters, whatever you want to call them. Let me ask you, this weekend when you gave, when you basically poured into those other people, uh, Team 110, what do you think you got from the class? Because I believe givers gain. So when we give, it feels good. We get a lot. What did you gain from this weekend of giving yourself? You know, I think I gained a sense of, uh, I guess, more purpose and just uh, a, a good push on Sometimes it's not about, uh, sometimes you have to either let people struggle and then know as a leader when to step in. When you see, uh, right, when you see them not going anywhere, sometimes we have to step in and, uh, and help out. Uh, but not too much, right, so that they can learn and still push themselves. And also just, I, I'm realizing again that it's very important to set my own bar high um, so that I can push others to be better because we don't live in a culture that usually pushes you to, to grow instead we have a bunch of crustaceans that pull us down yeah and you know something in my class i have a high bar uh, i i ride the staff as uh, as well as i i, I push myself uh, everybody but what you said is absolutely so critical that we create an environment it goes back to that that's why i think you come back that's why i got addicted to this training what happens is the environment that we create in our training we create an environment of commitment uh we create an environment of clear vision we create an environment of consensus we we teach people how to communicate 
not just with others, but also in the importance of the communication we have with ourselves. And is that environment that allows people to, to, to get knocked on their butt and instead of staying down and feeling sorry for themselves, to pick themselves up, dust themselves off and hit again. But you hit it right on the nose. Out in the real world, people don't do that, do, do they? Mm-hmm. Nope, not at all. What happens when someone falls down in the real world? What do people do? <laughs> Uh, they, you know, they start beating themselves up and repeating old yep. things that the, that the devil says. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh uh, life's not fair. Oh, I'm just not that good. Oh, mm-hmm. it always, it always happens this way. Uh, God doesn't want good things for me, and we've all been guilty of it. You know that, Caleb. I've been guilty Absolutely. of it. You've been guilty of it. But the cool thing in our class, we're reminded. Right? Today's scripture I sent out to remember: Do not fear. The key to life is we all remember, uh, and it's easy to forget. But one of the keys to life is what are we remembering and what are we willing to forget? And that's the key. And in our class, I think every time you come back, you get a chance to remind yourself to remember, to put it back together. Uh, And each time you do it, I think uh, me personally, I get a little bit better. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. Every every time. A little better today than yesterday, a little better tomorrow than the day before. What do we call that? That's a never-ending improvement. That's right. We call it being under construction. Hey, you got lots of people out there listening that have been through Leadership Awakening, the first half of the leadership experience, but they have never done Leadership Adventure. Caleb, what advice do you have for them? Oh, you, you got to go. That's for sure. Yeah. Is it fun? Oh, yeah. a Lots of fun, actually. <laughs> yeah. And it's not Leadership Awakening a second time, is it? No, 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 no. Totally different. Yeah, I promise you, it's totally different. Uh, totally different. It's, if you think you're going to leadership awakening a second time, that's not what you're doing. This is that's the right. next level. As I like to say, leadership and awakening goes 1 to 25. And what does leadership adventure do? 26 to 100. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Caleb, I'm proud of you. I want you to know that I'm proud of you. Uh, Man, I consider you a brother, a son, uh, spiritually, uh, you know, anything I can ever do for you. We love you. Val and I think the world of you. Uh, You're always there when we need help. And uh, I want you to know, very, very proud of you and honored to call you friend. Okay, my friend? Thank you very much, Mr. Black. Love you guys, too. Awesome. All right. God bless you and give my best to Brett, okay? Yes, sir. All right, buddy. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it really is, and I'm not supposed to say ladies and gentlemen, sorry. (laughs) You know, it really is about understanding uh, the culture you're in, the environment you're in. And and we got to ask ourselves sometimes, is the environment I'm in, whether it be at work, whether it be at home, wherever it is, is it allowing me to get the results that I need to get? And if not, then we need to change the culture because culture is like soil. And how can you commit if you can't trust? And if you don't have a culture where you can trust and where you can commit, then step number one, let's change our culture. After the break, we're going to have another guest talking about the power of commitment because the four C's begin with commitment. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. 800-246-1687. 
Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. That's okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And I want you to know there's a lot of change going on. Next week, I turn 38 years old on actually a Sunday. Uh, I turn 30, I'm sorry, 38, 58. Oh, man, 58 years old. And uh, my 57 years on this planet are come to end. And I want you to know there isn't a line in the sand. There's a chasm in the sand. There is the Grand Canyon. There is this great up until now moment in the sand right there uh, because the 57 years on this planet up until now has just got me ready for the rest. For This is my Esther moment. And so lots of changes. We're going to be rebranding the podcast, Living Life Like It Matters, uh, to Way of Warrior. I'm not sure what the exact title will be, uh, but uh, the company, we're, we're rolling the company into Way of Warrior. Uh, dot training uh, because I'm, I'm really what I do is I teach people how to fight the good fight teach them how to, to, to be better uh, to be passionately under construction and this is why people come to visit me and the lady I'm going to join us now is just incredible young woman uh, she's intelligent she's beautiful she's vivacious she's on fire for life uh, and um, she just graduated from leadership adventure so let's uh, go to the phone lines Let's welcome Shayla to Leadership Awakening. Not just kidding. To Like It Matters Radio. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're doing Awakening again. <laughs> How are you doing? It's a great day to be alive. How are you, Mr. Black? I am doing awesome. I am doing awesome. So uh, uh, you have now finished Leadership Adventure. Now, how long ago did you go through Awakening? You went through Awakening a few months back, correct? Correct. I believe it was in May. I, awesome. I can't awesome. remember if it was the first or second week, but yeah, it was in May. And and how did you get to Leadership Awakening? Did a, a man by the name of Caleb Gonzalez talk you, to you about it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> See, that's what's so cool. You know, it's one thing uh, to, to make an impact in your own life, but it's another thing to make an impact in someone else's life. And here's Caleb cares about you a lot, and he gave you the opportunity to go to this uh, training that all his friends, uh, all you know, people he went to school with have been to. And, and so when you went through Leadership Awakening, what was the impact of Leadership Awakening for you, Shayla? What, I mean, was it, did it make a difference in your life? What difference did it make? Uh, absolutely. I think it magnified. I've been, like you said, uh, given a lot of opportunities in my life. Uh, I like to look at them more as blessings. 
Uh, yep. Sometimes Amen. even if they're in the skies. <laughs> so yeah. I've been giving a lot of blessings in my life, a lot of open doors. And so it honestly just helped me with the focus and magnifying uh, my true calling. Yeah, and, and I create unique environments, right? It, I think it's fair to say yes. that what you experience in my training can only take place because of the environment I create. Does that, does that sound fair? Oh, yes, 100%, yes. Yeah, and that, that environment, if you think about it, is not accepting good enough, having a sense of urgency, you know, planes crash and people die, uh, realizing, uh, t learning what 100% is, and whatever you do, give it everything, got heart, body, and soul, to realize you're going to make mistakes and you're going to get knocked on your butt, and you can stay down and feel sorry for yourself, or you can pick yourself up, dust yourself off, hit again, right? I mean, this is the culture that we create in all of our churches, correct? Oh, Yes. And, and that's why you got the growth you did. So you go through Leadership Awakening, and then you're out of class for about four months, and you're on fire, you're sparked. What did you notice about what the world does to you? It definitely takes a pull. Gra gravity is doing its job. <laughs> yeah, right? You notice that you come out of class on fire like you're never going back, right? Uh, this is the new me, and boy, gravity is pretty powerful, isn't it? Oh, yes. And you got a, you got you got other people in your life that need you that right you have to care for and take care of and love on correct. Oh yeah, especially uh, when you have kids. <laughs> yeah, and you got a little one. How old's your little one? She's four. Yeah, four years old. She needs a lot. She wants a lot of your attention. And when you came back from Leadership Awakening, man, the, the you've always loved her. She's been the pride of your life. But when you came back from Leadership Awakening, you refocused on her. You you raised the bar on how, how you spend time with her and all that. You think, is that a fair statement? Yes, it is a very fair statement. And then what happens? Life starts pulling on us again, right? We start getting the old habits. Old. I mean, I do it. I got to struggle. This is why I always tell people, you know, I mean, you only do it one time. I'm so screwed up. I have to do it once every three to four weeks. <laughs> That's how bad it is for me <laughs> to remember, right? We got to remind ourselves. Yeah. Remember. Uh, did you read today's Away Warrior post I sent you? I did. I liked it so much. Yeah. And it's funny how... It ends up being like that in life. Once you actually focus, uh, and it's been it's been happening to me ever since I left class on Saturday. If I focus on what I'm actually accomplishing, your body will naturally follow. Kind of like what Caleb said. It is kind of like a go moment. You just press the button, and you're you really do just focus on that. So even eating, it's part of that focus of where you really want to go in life and. I don't know, but to me, it's about following Jesus. And if I think about him, yeah. it's his focus was the glory of God. Yep. And Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. In other words, he's saying, listen, I'm your example. What you yep. see me doing, you do. And But that's, that's foreign right. because... We don't know how to give heart, body, and soul. Uh, we're, we're afraid. It's like the wild woozy. We're afraid that if we commit too much, we're going to fall. If we commit too much, we're going to look like a fool. If we commit too much, we're going to be disappointed. So we start hedging our bets. We start sitting on the fence. We start CYA covering your but right <laughs> that's a b yeah. not an a but you know what i mean right and then in my class you get a chance to experience what does it look like was it sound like was it feel like so when i say cya now and the wild woozy the triangle you have a totally different uh, picture of what that means correct 
Yes, uh, commitment for sure. <laughs> it's a lot of commitment. <laughs> Heart, body, and soul. And, and yep. you had to remind yourself of what commitment looks like, what commitment sounds like, what commitment feels like. And the reason why a lot of us can't do it, we, we have no frame of reference. I mean, how do you get to a house that you've never been to before and you have no directions? So how do you get to a place called 100% commitment? When you're good enough, because you're a powerful woman, uh, your good enough is better than a lot of people's full effort. So we can get away with giving good enough. That's that's why I rail against good enough. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough to get by. Good enough for government work. Good enough so that he or she doesn't walk out the door and, and le- take the kids with them, leave a note on the wall. Uh, and what we got to do is get beyond good enough. And because we live in a world that accepts good enough, we got to go into a new environment. One that challenges us, one that doesn't accept good enough. And that's the environments I create for you, correct? Yes, it is. And it's so, so empowering. Yeah, well, you got to practice, 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 right? You, We talk yeah. about this in class, right? Uh, Carnegie Hall, uh, the best performers in the world go to Carnegie Hall. And so the story is a, a good old boy from down south from Georgia goes to New York City. He's doing some sightseeing and he, he jumps in a taxi cab and he asks the taxi cab driver, hey, Mac, what's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? And the taxi cab driver says, that's easy. Practice. 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 That's the best way. Right. And what I do in my training is I create an environment where you can practice, practice, practice being committed, where you can practice, practice, practice communication, both with ourselves and with others, where you can practice, practice, practice clear vision. Where am I now? Where am I going? What will it take to get there and how long? Where you can practice consensus, gaining agreement, getting people on the same page. Let me ask you, uh, what do you think is the biggest benefit today? What's the thing, biggest benefit you've got so far from Leadership Adventure? I want to say the biggest benefit is, like you said, not not just settling for good enough. Um, I have been blessed to be with a lot of leaders in my life, and I never really saw myself within that group until recently, <laughs> just because I was... You know, like you said, good enough, and I'm a good yep. person. I'm kind-hearted, yep. and yep. I'm already motivated <laughs> in different yep. ways. So it's always been, you know, just like that up until now. And so now it's keep raising the bar every single day and really focus on what is it that I'm trying to, or I'm sorry, what is it that I am good. accomplishing and how I'm going there. Yeah. So what have you noticed different about yourself since you've been back? Have you noticed some more of a sensory acuity? Have you noticed that you're more present? What have you noticed in a couple of days since you've been back from adventure? Yes, uh, for sure. More present. I've also noticed more value in everything that I'm doing, whether it's just cooking or whether it's having a conversation with um, my daughter or my significant other or even my parents. Usually the people around us are the ones that... I believe will have a higher impact with something so simple, which which could be eye contact, which is be telling them whether it's something that bothered you or something that, you know, you just have to get off your chest. And so being more present for sure uh, has impacted me the most because it really lets me take it all in so that I can be aware of everything that I was missing out on and how to raise the bar for the next time as well. Yeah, and, you know, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 26. 
26 years old, you now have Leadership Awakening, Leadership Adventure, two incredible classes that the corporate world pays a lot of money for. I mean, you're equipped. And I'm going to tell you right now, I was there for both of your classes. I'm proud of you. What I do is situational leadership. A lot of people think they're a leader based on title. Then a lot of people think, well, I'm just. I'm just a housewife. I'm just a young person. I'm just, you're not just anything, Shayla. You are a powerful woman. You're a committed child of God. You are my sister. And I'm proud of you. And you're a great leader. Thank you. you hear that? Thank you so much, Mr. I mean, Black. Thank you. Well, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I'm going to let you go now. Any last things you'd like to say before I let you go? Everyone needs to go to Adventure and Awakening. Adventure, you're going to have a lot of fun. Awakening, you're going to get the best out of your own self. Hey, man, couldn't have said it better. Well, God bless you, and we'll talk off the radio soon, okay? Okay, thank you, Mr. Black. Bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, after the break, I'm going to wrap it up. What are the four plus one C's of leadership, and why does it matter? Well, you've got to stay tuned to find that out. We'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And please, wherever you listen to our podcast, Live in Life Like It Matters, which will soon have a warrior motif. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but fighting the good fight with Mr. Black, fighting the good fight of constant, never-ending improvement. I'm not sure what it's going to be. But right now, it's Live in Life Like It Matters. You can, wherever you listen to podcasts, please like, uh, share, us. Uh, and of course, uh, the daily radio show, uh, which will uh, you can find as well. Once it's off the radio, it goes in a podcast form. So Like It Matters Radio. So today I want to wrap up with the four plus one C's of leadership. But first, I got a great quote uh, by Donald Barnhouse from The Invisible War. It says, if there should come into the heart of an individual any concern as to whether he were included in the divine plan, we may say to him that the general course of scripture teaching authorizes us to believe that no such concern would ever arise in the heart of anyone who has not been chosen of God. God never plows a field he does not intend to plant. Think about that. You know, we go through a lot of uh, unfairness in life. Uh, Again, I always say, you know, when Jesus was being crucified, when he was nailed to the cross, he said seven things. The first thing he said was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. You know, all great marriages consist of two great forgivers. People that are willing to let go. 
people that are willing to believe that the other person has their best interests and will not intentionally hurt them for anything. See, it's hard to create something great without a proper culture. The culture that we live in, the repeated norms, acceptable behaviors, is really what everything comes from. It's the, the soil. That's why the sower and the seed, you got to realize there were four different types of soil that Jesus talked about. But you got to get this, it was all the same seed. And in some of the soil, nothing sprouted up because it was on concrete. It started to sprout and the birds just pluck it up. Some, it started to grow a little bit, but there was no depth in the foundation. So it withered away. Some started to grow, but then the worries of life like weeds choked it out and it stunted its growth and hindered its growth. And maybe it only got a little bit, maybe 30%, maybe 20%, maybe it died out before it was ever productive. But there's one, one environment that is prosperous, 60, 90, 100. See, it's the environment. You know, epigenetics tells us that we are a community of 200 trillion cells all driven by our environment. Transactional analysis between the stimulus and the response. You know, so that's what it is. Communication is a transaction. There's a stimulus and there's a response. But because our mind is six times faster and we can talk, that's how God made us. We got to be careful of our pound of flesh, our record wrong. Because the mind is so fast when someone says something or does something, we don't respond to that. We go to what we know. We go to our pound of flesh. We go to our record wrong. We go to our narrative. We go to what we're holding on to. And that comes out. And then we respond to our narrative. We don't respond to what the stimulus was. We respond to our narrative. See, this is why you got to create an environment. And because most people don't know what that environment should look like, sound like, feel like, that's what I do in my training. This is not a cell script. This is reality. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. I learned the six P's of preparation in the military. Are you preparing yourself for the next desert experience? Are you preparing yourself for the next valley? It is the mountain of God that prepares you for the next valley. And yet people are so busy playing the victim in the valley, feeling sorry for themselves, blaming God, staying down. But we got to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, hit it again. Proverbs twenty four sixteen says the righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up, but the wicked stumble to ruin. And so if you want to great things to happen, if you want to develop leadership, if you want to develop a team, then the culture is real simple. It's four C's of leadership. Everything starts with commitment. You know, the, the, the which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Uh, it, it's a real conundrum if you don't have a personal God. Because if you know the God of the Bible, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Geppetto, then you know first God created a chicken and then the chicken had an egg. But if you don't know God, then you don't know. So commitment's always about one where nothing great happens without commitment. It must be the first C because nothing great happens without commitment. And commitment means you overcome. Commitment means you do what you say even when it'd be easier not to. Commitment means you do it even when it's not fun. And the one word that is tied to, it's like the chicken and the egg, which came first? Well, commitment or trust. Which came first? I don't know. I really can't answer. But I know without commitment, there is no trust. And without trust, there is no commitment. They're, they're, they go hand in hand. How can someone commit to you if they can't trust you? 
And how can someone trust you if they don't believe you're committed to them? And man, most people don't know what it's like to be committed. Most people don't know what it's like to even give 80%, never less 100%. And so they need to be shown. They need to be told. They need to see it and experience it in an environment. That's what I do. You will learn real commitment if you go to likeitmatters.net, get your button to class. I'm telling you right now, so you can be a better spouse, a better parent, a better human, a better American. We're falling apart, people. It's time to step up. Time to get committed. It's time to trust. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? Planes crash and people die. And then we need communication, both clear and concise. Because communication that's not clear or concise, you know what it is? Message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. You know what a message in a bottle is besides a, a great song by the police? It is a message that's sent that's never received. Message in a bottle. It's got to be clear and concise. And when I'm talking about communication, it's intrapersonal within, interpersonal among. Intrapersonal is your self-talk. Interpersonal is what you study and take classes for to sales training, conflict resolution, premarital counseling, postmarital counseling, anti-depression, all that. That's working on both the interpersonal and intrapersonal. Communication foundation for all relationships. You've got to be able to understand what, how you're communicating to yourself and then what is the message that other people are receiving? Because that's what communication is. It's the message that other people are receiving. And once you understand the power of communication, clear and concise with ourselves and with others, then you need to have a vision. The good book says without a vision, people per perish. And so not only does a leader need a vision, but they need clear vision. And clear vision is always about asking ourselves three questions. Where are we now? Where are we going? What will it take to get there and how long? Tomorrow's show, we're going to focus on this clear vision piece because it's so critical. And really what you got to figure out is question number one is as important that's question number two. So many people get so focused on number two that they think it's the most important. Where are we going? Yeah, that's important. But boy, if you don't know what your starting point is, you can't get to there from here. And then it's consensus. If you're you no know, man is an island and rocking to himself. You know, I learned a long time ago as CEO of my company, as dad, as husband, that I can mandate things getting done. But it's much more powerful to gain consensus, to build consensus. Consensus is a method of gaining agreement in groups. It's about problem solving, decision making. It's about coming together even when there's many personalities or many ideas. It's a way to come together, a way by which everyone discusses the issues and reaches a decision that all can support. It incorporates the knowledge and experience, ideas, and feelings of all members of a group. See, unlike social media, not everybody's equal. Not everybody's an expert. Not everybody knows what's going on. You got to use your strengths and weaknesses of your team. You got someone who's been a doctor for 30 years. I think their say should be a lot more in a medical situation than someone who's watched medical shows. Are you able to gain agreement? Are you able to gain consensus? We're all salespeople because selling is nothing more than gaining agreement from someone to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, your belief in God, whatever it is you're selling.
See, once you have the four C's, commitment, communication, clear vision, and consensus, then and only then can you have the fifth C, which is consistency. It's called SOP, and consistency is all about applying the same standard from situation to situation. It's about getting predictable outcomes and results. Consistency leads to trust because people learn they can depend on you. When you are consistent, it helps hold the team together. Anybody notice that wraps right back into the first C about commitment and trust. It's a pattern, people. And you know why you're getting what you're getting today? Because the pattern's in your life. And definition of insanity is doing the same pattern over and over and expecting different results. That's why you need an outside source to show you a new pattern. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me show you a winning pattern. I am Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, master trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.